Good evening, Judy's. Hi, guys. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Singly Gay Podcast. Um, I am here with my good, good Judy, my good brother, the designer, you know, Mr. Dominique Bones Lark. How you doing? How you doing, bro? How you doing, everybody? Doing all right, you know. Um, yeah, we up in this gig, you know, I had to, you know, do a quick reset, you know, that's nothing. Um, but for everybody that's definitely tuning in and watching, you know, I see folks jumping in and out, it's cool. Um, the topic of conversation is about breaking fashions. So we're talking about, you know, the do's and don'ts and what not to do when you're wearing certain things and what you shouldn't really wear. Um, also, you know, on top of that, and also to touch bases on how, like, fashion just changed the world forever. How fashion changed the game and all music genres from country, rock and roll, pop, disco, um, hip-hop, R&B, you name it, it happened it happened because we're here and you know what you wear represents who you are exactly. <laughs> exactly you know so you know my bro you know got his own brand over here to be doing his thing y'all thinking he had his brand since the underground railroad but however i'll let him tell y'all how long he didn't been working his clothing line child because i feel like it's Yours. Mm-hmm. It had actually the funny thing is, um, I started the name um, Ikaika um, in high school. Actually, um, I I heard the name somebody's name I heard on TV, and I really liked it, so I just like interpreted, took it as a clothing brand. I was like, so I started using it my senior year in high school. So, like, so how old I am? Jesus, had to be my I'm class so 20, 2002. That's when I started using the name. I've been sketching ever since then. Actually, I started sketching when I was seven, age of seven. Oh, okay, come on now. You better come in with these sketches and sketches since the age of seven, but started using names in 2002. Wait, 2002, I was in, I was in middle school. I was, I was about to get out of middle school to go to high school because if I would have stayed in high school I would have graduated in 2006 but neither here nor there yes I see y'all coming in and y'all commenting what's up what's going on with Mr. Uh, soul seeking I hope I'm saying that right soul searching mind seeking see you know what I'm saying stuff all wrong <laughs> but um, yes we, we talking about the underground railroad honey that's how long he had this, uh, this clothing brand um, you know, I remember at one point of my life, I think I still am, I'm not sure. You know, I was I, I was the face. I was the face of Akaika. Oh yes. I got some old photos. Oh yeah, we got some <laughs> we <laughs> that first fashion show together. <laughs> you turned heads. Literally turned heads. Oh, when I tell you I still got the picture where I'm walking the runway and all you see was heads like this. I was like, what's going on? What's happening? Is there something back there that I missed? And then I didn't realize after we didn't get the photos, not when I got off the runway. I was like, Dominique, why they looking like that? You was like, oh, so bro, like remember like they were see-through in the back. So when the light hit, you seen everything. I said, child, you just sub me out here. Look like Sierra on the runway talking about my goodies, not my goodies. But it was, you killed it on the runway, though. It was, that was a good show. That was I've never had a show that late. <laughs> never. But it was good. It was. Um, I really enjoyed the energy. Um, I enjoyed meeting Shangela. Um, it was uh, the one thing I do like when you travel for fashion shows. You get to see different types of people, meet new people, and see people's reactions as well too. No, yeah, the, that I think that's what I love the show about the show too. And then it was funny because coming from a dancer background and you know trying to get into modeling and you was like the first connection that I made especially when I had moved to New York and you know I was getting settled and all of that stuff and I was just like child I don't know what the hell I'm doing I don't know shit about walking now if I was doing drag this was something different child because I can throw on a, a wig and be the face and you know get done up and I'm like I really like no bitch like you gotta go out here and be a whole boy and I'm just like damn <laughs> like can I do it I think I can do it can I do it oh look look 
I was hoping I ain't let nobody down, not even myself, because I just kept telling myself, bitch, whatever you do, don't go out here and fall. <laughs> That's always the main thing you hate. Like, let it not be, because the floors, make sure nobody spill a drink somewhere or some baby oil somehow. All I can say that last and final run through because I had on the underwear, I said, thank God I ain't had to wear no shoes because I was barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> I was barefoot. Oh, okay. I was barefoot and oiled. Okay. Yeah. So I knew I had grip when I hit that floor. Anything else outside of that, I didn't know. Didn't see it. Didn't see it <laughs> happening. It wasn't happening. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and after the show progressed, you had on more clothes. <laughs> I because you know I had to go and introduce myself to the people and you know because like now that I think about like that show and stuff like that I was think like would I wouldn't say the reactions would have been different but I'm like what would the reactions would have been like now with the new body that I have now because I'm like I'm more like I'm filled out so I'm just like uh, I don't know. You probably would have the same reaction. Same reaction. Probably would have the same reaction. I mean, because I mean, it was like a white bar. <laughs> All I see was white folks. Um, think we were in Rhode Island. Were you in Rhode Island? Yeah, we. Yeah, Rhode was it Rhode Island? Island? Yep, in Providence. Yeah. Providence. Uh, e, what was that? E- Ego. Ego. Don't even give me the line. I gotta look at the um, <laughs> flyer. <laughs> <laughs> right. But within the midst of creating your own, always standing in your lane, doing something different with your textures as opposed, like, what just always made you stay ahead of the pack of, like, the things and different things and that was changing in New York when it came to fashion? Because, like, you did go to fashion school, like most of the other fashion girls. But it's just, like, I find it crazy that people go to FIT and like I see the different uh, results in their aesthetic of like the direction that they decide to go in for their type of fashion that they want to sell that they want people to wear. FIT is a whole. I never got in. I applied multiple times <laughs> to get in. Um, it's, I think I went up to intern when um, the designer because uh, I interned my final internship was for Rebecca Taylor, and okay. she said that she liked kids that came from different like small private school because the students who not to shame FIT or any people who went to FIT right. is that they already have this elitist attitude of I came for FIT versus you come from a different school that's not known. We have mm-hmm. to you know hustle a little bit more harder, stay a little bit later versus I came for FIT. I can just easily walk in the door and do what I have to do. When you come from a smaller school, you gotta put in more work. And show them that hey I'm I'm as just as capable as somebody went to FIT Parsons or Pratt or to any of the other schools. I mean, I even, like, and that's understandable, but even, like, the girls that go to FIT, it's, like, just because you was able to get in that school or graduate or do whatever, that don't mean, like, you was the best of the best. Because I, I think in your craft, when you hold in your craft, you always have to work. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's like, ever, ever evolving, ever changing. Yeah, so I, I feel like if you, you get in, you finish, you get out, you intern, you do whatever, if you coming out with, honey, I got in and I went to FIT and I know what my aesthetic is like, that's fine, but it's a good quality of work. And it's not, and it's not to even shade people or the one, the designers that went to FIT finished the something. I'm not going to lie, like I've met or worn designer stuff that came from there and it wasn't of good quality. That's not to, like I said, it's not to shade them, but don't think you know something because you went somewhere. Like, And then I think also um, but everybody's a different quality. It doesn't matter what school you went to. It depends on what effort, like what work you put in, how late you stay up doing your stuff, excuse me, or tutoring, or staying with your professors. And also, the work really begins outside of school because school. I know for me, school gave me a box to fit into. Right. Lord knows, I wanted to get out of that box, and they didn't let us out of that box, and we had to stay in that box. So once we got out of school, my main set and our goal is trying to get out of that box to put you into. Because like when I first originally started, originally started wanting to design, I wanted to do plus size. <laughs> I represent all my mama big people. I love big, big folks, honey. I feel like they're the best representation ever when it comes to fashion. That's just my opinion. So, and then design school, like me, like it was me. Um, what was my, uh, my homeboy's name? Because it's very few men of color in design school, contrary to belief. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, God, he's gonna kill me if I can't think of his name right now. But he and I were sitting there. 
Oh my god. But he knows who he is. Um, <laughs> and and uh, it'll come to me, and we're like brothers. Like we, he's like, we look very similar. We're both dark skinned We're thicker, and we're sitting there. We draw on the women. We draw women as we see them: small waist, big hips, big breasts. You know, very, mm-hmm. very Beyonce esque or Rihanna like. And our professor like, "Can you please slim them down?" And we're like, "What do you see? They they look a little broad. Sometimes they look a little manly. And sometimes he and I would get just just teach them." drag queens you know, who might, who might, yeah, drag queens because you know we got to represent for the couch cushions we we really try to do that they want no and we're like if it's, it's starting to affect our grades we're like let's follow what they say slim them down and make them real skinny so we did that and um but once we got outside of uh outside of school and then it's like okay we now can get to our own aesthetic because we all have our own aesthetic, but at school they try to suppress it. Right. It, just like also when you're working for a company where I work for private label companies where I, they junior wear design. So when I'm designing for them, I have to go into their aesthetic for how they want to do things versus how I like to do things. So I have to okay. do the research and look at all the past collections and ask, where do you guys really want to go with this and go and get different fabrications because they may like the fabric and then once they start doing it and their silhouette, they may not like it. So it's, we got to find mm-hmm. balance. That part. Oh, and now that I thought about it, because I'm sitting here at the same time, I'm listening to you, but like, because, you know, did we talking about fashion tonight, so I wanted to rock one of my good uh, fashion sense outfits, you know, for the folks, you know, just so y'all can see. Um, um, now that I remember if he gets the chance to see this, if not, I'm going to send him the link because I wanted to see it anyway. Um, shout out to uh, the designer from Neural Apparel. That's who made this. Um, uh, I want to say his name is Dwayne, but I don't want to say that because that might not be it. <laughs> um, but shout out to Neural Apparel. Um, I've been wearing their stuff for years, uh, which is crazy. It's been quite some time. I haven't ordered anything from him. I might have to see what he got. I need. I might need to see where he at because he just celebrated his, uh, you know, his anniversary for you know his designer brand. Um, and he uh celebrated his anniversary for his marriage with him and his husband. Like, they've been here for a long time, child. Like, since the 90s, long time, wow, that's right? That's yeah, that's really so you know, I always, you know, spite uh, people. I think people, you know, people call me like a social media model, whatever, whatever. But I mean, if you like what I'm wearing, I'm a rocket, right? <laughs> so I just, I love when I, I, cause like, um, and I, it was funny because me and one of my other friends were talking about this. I was like, I find it very uh, ironic, like when people, when you start learning about fashion or, you know, learn about um, fabric and things of that nature, you know, you know how the girls get, it's just, oh, I want to get to wearing, you know, my Balenciagas with my Burberry and my Gucci, like I want to start like you know, rocking my Chanel, you know, take photos and let these brands see what I bring, you know, to their stuff because they're well known and it's a label. Um, I've never been a label person. And for me not to be a person that rocks labels, I've always been able to take any designer that, like, if they're not mainstream, like, take whatever that they have, invest in it, buy in it, and wear it, and just post it on social media, and everybody loves it. And they be like, oh, well, what's the website? Because I want to go and order it. I'm like, well, they have clothes, right? (laughs) This is a a one-of-a-kind piece for me. Um, You're not going to get this exact outfit. (laughs) I'm going to let you know that now. Cause I don't play that. That's that's the whole point of me. Like I love that I have the connections and the network with the designers that I meet. Because it's like if I see something and like I send it to him, like I I want this, but I want it like this. That's because I like to walk down the street and know that I'm the only one that's wearing this. I'm the only one that has it. So I'm not about to just send you a link to be like, oh, hook them up, give them the same exact design that you gave me. I not happen. If somebody asks for something that I've done for somebody else, I'm nine times out of ten I'm going to tweak it because your first one was the original one, and so we had to do something that, especially if it's for clients, is particularly for them, their own personal um, thing. We got to put your stamp on it, something that makes it unique just for you. We might change, the, we're gonna change the fabrication or something else about it, or let's switch the buttons out about, it. or make it longer, make it shorter, make it more fitted, right. make it more boxier. Because just because it looked good on another person doesn't mean it's gonna exactly fit you the exact same way as the other person. That's because body types are different. And and a lot of people don't know it. For the people that's watching this, and I'm like, and let me tell y'all something. People think because I was a skinny girl at one point, I'm a slim thick girl now. 
<laughs> they think because you, oh, you're skinny, you can wear anything. So if you get a group of skinny girls together and design something, they will they will wear it the same way. No, it doesn't work like that. It's not gonna happen. Just because it look good on my skinny ass, it ain't gonna look good on Redrick's skinny ass. Not, that's body just because you can be the same size be petite be skinny body types are important one and body types are very different um i think that's also certain designers need to also learn that because they don't they, they they don't know that they think like i said if you just make this thing for a skinny or slim person it's just like all of y'all can wear it and y'all all of y'all can wear it the same One person might be bottom heavy, one person might be top heavy, but they still have the same weights and still close to the same measurements. And it's not, it's gonna feel out totally different for the person. You might have to add a little extra because they're bottom heavy, or you gotta might open up, make the the chest or the back measurement a little wider because they're more raw, like a bigger in the chest. So I see skinny girls with chest. So, yeah, everybody's body is different, big, small, in between, you name it. I mean, well, I, I like the bigger aesthetics anyway. It's something about like the thick folks, the thick girls that gives me my whole entire life. When like something is made for them and you know, you extra curvy and you singe this and you do this and you lift that and child love. <laughs> my thing wow. is with full figure women, plus size women, is, or the designs that design for them. Well, I mean, I design for them, but the thing is that quit putting them in spandex, anything that stretches. I, I hate it because like it's a go-to fabric. Like, no, she deserves her silk. She, des- she deserves her charmeuse. She deserves her own. Oh, I can't think of it right now. But she deserves her um uh, her tweeds and and, and, uh, and all the other type of stuff. It's an array of fabrics out there, and also they're blends. So therefore, it can be a woven mixed with a knit in between. So therefore, you get the, the structure of the woven, but yet it still stretches to her body to contour in the way it needs to be contoured. Don't be exactly. afraid to do some darts, some 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 other type of stuff. Some it's plenty of um, ways to uh, manipulate a garment or manipulate a style on, on a person's body. Don't right. go straight so to stretch. So like when it goes to like skin tone, right? So for say. I ain't even gonna get into scenario. So like with it like a skin tone. So like if somebody comes to you mm-hmm. and wants something made that they show you like Beyonce had on or Rihanna and be like, oh, I see that they had this da-da-da-da-da. I think that this will look good on me. And they be like, you know, I know I'm a 30, 38 triple D and you know, I got a, you know, 27 ways of my hips is a 42, right? Like, how do you think this will look good on me? Like, how do you consultation those type of, you know, figure folks? Ooh, I, I've had that before. I had it for a prom a long time ago. But, um, I'm professionally honest. Um, because one, I want my clients satisfied once they leave, you know, when they have their on their garment. You pay for a product. I want you to enjoy it and be very happy with it. And word of mouth is a wonderful way of networking, you know, to bring clientele towards me. And so I don't wanna be like, he made that? No, I never want that. Um, and then also, like I said before, I want the client to be happy. So I'm going to be rude and honest with them, but still professional speaking. I like where you're going with this, but for your body type, let's try this. Let me do, let, let me hold this sketch for a minute. Let me, let me send this picture to me and let me work on something so I can come up with the ideas that best accentuate your best attributes in you because you're a beautiful individual and I want you to feel proud and feel sexy in this garment. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and just make it for you. Here you go. And you look like a fool. No, that's, that's not me. Um, my other thing is, if I'm being honest with you, I believe you're going to respect me more and you're going to tell if people are going to comment you more about, about it because it's accentuating your body and you're going to come back to me over and over. You're going to become a loyal client. And that's what right. I'm loyal, loyal clientele because they know when they come to me they're going to get exactly what they want because mm-hmm. i'm about to say let's talk about it because you know it's some designers out there be like oh you, you look good i i can make you look good in this and they do it because they want the money yeah not not because that you care that you already know it's gonna make them look a certain way but because they believe it they feel it you gotta sell it so you can make it get their money and then send them out there be like girl i know i look good 
he did me right and he did this and then you got the friends on the side looking like I had this battle with um, just recently with a friend that I've been for the law and I'm like bro like I'm a technical designer for my job so basically what I do is I deal with the patterns make sure it's all about the fit of the garment mm-hmm. and my thing is we allow a certain amount of room measurements in there so you can move around so it won't be too tight you're like Mm, that part. Or you move it, it rips. We don't want that. I want you to be able to be fitted, but yet still have room in it for you to move in it. Mm. And that's just, oh goodness. Um, what can I say to add on to that? That's just, it really, it really makes me upset when people do do that. And it's like, you look good in it and then it's not fitting you. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the fit. If the, the garment exactly. doesn't fit well, it's horrible. Especially if it's if for me it's like one if it doesn't fit and it's not comfortable, mm-hmm. I want my money back. Yeah, I'll say that right off rip. I want my money back. <laughs> like, run me my coin. You put the I thought yes, it was my fault. I thought, but you as a designer and expertise, you could have gave me a little bit more. You could have been a little bit more with me instead of trying to feed me some BS. No. I'm gonna be we we might clash heads. I want to no 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 sweetie. I, I, I'm being brutally honest with you because I want you to be comfortable. And I, actually, I it's funny. So I had a client. Um, it's in New York. I'm doing the summertime, so she's going to a boat party. Come on, boat. <laughs> and so she gave me with idea uh, idea of something she wanted. And so I gave her a jumpsuit, and then we're picking fabric. She said she wants this. Okay. And so I'm, I measure you, and then we I make up a, I make my pattern, and I do a mock-up version. Because we're gonna fit this garment about three or four times until this right. Um, it fit okay. She's like, just make, make it tighter. So I made it a little tighter for her. We try to make it tighter. So I cut the fabric. I do it. I, I, I literally I dyed the lace to match the fabric and everything. I went and dyed my zipper so it matches. Okay. So little jumpsuit, you know, got the lace and. She said, make it tighter. I said, okay. I made it uh, in the actual fabric. I made it tighter. And that's okay. I should be done with this. So I double see, I double, um, double top stitched it and everything and secured it. She puts it okay. on. She can't fit it. <laughs> no, it's she too, can't fit it. It's too tight now. <laughs> <laughs> but you said tighter. But it's tight, and then now the seams are starting to fight with each other. And I'm sitting there looking at her like she's looking at me, and I'm looking at her. I did what you asked. And I, and I, as, as, as a professional, I, I informed you that <laughs> I can't, it's, it's not, it should be any tighter. And she mm-hmm. wanted tighter, she wanted shorter too. And as a lady of a particular age, I'm sitting there looking at her like, you're old enough to be my mother. She want not my mother's a bad age, but you know it's certain things she wanted it. The poom poom shorts that all up there, and I'm seeing like, I'm like, child. Needless to say, the garment was made. That's what I said. And the event literally was the next day. She wear the next day because it was tight and she couldn't fit it. She couldn't fit it all the way. (laughs) That's on her. I warned her, I told her, I said, it's not going to fit properly. And on top of that, my um, my, our brother was doing her hair. And he was like, no. And she said she was supposed to be on a diet. I said, yeah, she's supposed to be on this diet. He said, bro, she is the point. Whatever she was eating, she was, he said she was popping them back. Every time he saw her, because um, he does her friend's client hair. He said, right. She some rolls in her mouth, and she was eating. I said, Lord Jesus. <laughs> That's nothing. When you're supposed to fit something and you're trying to get down to exactly a measurement or a waist size you want it and you're actually eating and you're not adhering to your diet Um, once i cut the fabric that's it that is a wrap because you can't even go back and redo it you can't even like Mm -hmm. i mean i tried it, it was it was too late. I mean, she could. It was just like she was she was pissed, but I was I, I was like, I. 
I was like, that's your fault. You said tight tie. I gave you a tight tie all in and it went tight and I took it off and I double stitched it and I said, well, put this on. You wouldn't, you put it the leg? That's the thing of, you can have it like, even for me, like when you want your, um, the, 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 um, the hem opening of your pants, you know, you want to fit it skinny at the bottom, right? You mm-hmm. still have to allow room for your foot and everything else to go through. So therefore, <laughs> you can put the thing on just because it's, the, it's to the measurement of your, um, your calf area or whatever you still need mm-hmm. a lot of room so you can slide it on i'm not gonna lie i don't know if y'all ever had a part with a pair of pants or some sweats trying to get my your foot in i got a couple of those i used to be like <laughs> like i used to be like what is going on why can i not get in this thing it's a whole look the best thing i just i realized i always do is i put a zipper on there we yep. good because it can be really small and the zip open and your foot can slide through and but you know that's you a lot of other designers ain't putting zippers down there I'm just saying (laughs) so with the tragic well not the tragic but like with the different eras of styles and looks from the 80s and 90s and now the 2000s and I don't I don't know what the fuck to call this era anything goes goes? I think it's anything goes Well, well what's your favorite then Tell about what's going on right now? Yeah, like, what, what's your favorite? I, I really don't have a favorite. I, well, I think about it. I like... I don't know, like a mixture of vintage meets future. I love when women were able to... I'm a sound sexy when I say this. Women put on corsets. The, the good old 16, 1800s. When a woman got a good old corset on and she just sent up. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, but it looks... So beautiful and and then the fabrication of it and then the hair the makeup i just think it's they look very regal um, well mine is the hair and makeup i'm just waiting for you to make my corset i need you to push these girls up fuck <laughs> me in honey give me a look listen to my health that is red so i know they said waist hair um because it's your your well corsets aren't really healthy in general too but waist hair and all that because it messes around your insides when you yeah tight Mm-hmm. No, I already know. But what I'm saying is, I, I want one like this very a, out. I just need an outfit with a corset in it. Give me, yes, give me a little okay. leather. Because this this leather and this mesh is really doing something for me right now that I'm getting you know, little ideas. Well, you well you know I always like to be. People don't like that I like to be naked, but I I think that the human body is the most beautiful thing so when certain things are made to accentuate and like for me like and i think what it is is for me like even with this being one of the outfits so i'm going back in the times like when i was still living in new york and like a lot of these clothes that like i bought and i got i'm like child this shit used to like wet rags on me right (laughs) just saying move my ass here cornbread fed Got out of my head about you know what my body looked like. I should just love what I'm what I'm in, what I'm doing, and I just embraced it. And once I just got out of my fucking head, COVID happened. I got really sick. Um, I was in the hospital for like a week. Um, got out, built myself up, got myself together. I was stuck in I quarantined in Atlanta for literally almost a month. I was with my partner at the time. We're not together no more. Did that, was eating this and that. Now when I put on these, like, these outfits like this, this for me, like he gave me this fresh off the one runway when he was done with his fashion show. Um, Cause I had got this and I got another outfit, but like I was still like, I was slimmer then. I mean, I was still built like I am, but I was more smaller. I was, at that time I think it was like 130, 131. Cause you were always had this, but your waist was just more snatched in like. Always had the hips and stuff, but the weight was just, now it's now it's uh, it's a little bit more grown man body, more mature. Right, and like now I'm like, child, I'm one seventy five, and I'm up here like, well, shit, bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm a couple behind. I, I, I'm like one fifty something. <laughs> well, you know these hip styles and cakes and pies, honey. But what I'm saying is, we haven't collabed in a minute. It has to happen. I'm just in this space of like. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to keep all the connections, the collaborations, the, like, I got my nine to five, but like, let's be real, entertainment is our thing, collabing, photo shoots, clothes is our thing. 
I just want to keep that going. Like, I don't know what it's going to turn into. Hopefully it turns into something that probably help me be able to finance my livelihood, but also doing things that I love. And this is like, this is one of them. I'm just like, I need to, need to do something. I need to. When I get back to, when I get back to the city, give me, give me a couple of months. To, Cause I, I got to start working some things into, into switching. Um, Cause I'm going to do, I'm going to, lay back on actually doing like the big shows and so I'm going to focus on more doing like a capsule collection and then working on mass producing that and then getting it into boutiques and other little adventures and things because shows are cute shows are cute the shows are cute, shows cute. yeah <laughs> so, and when you're financing by yourself and with, a, with, with some, some angel sponsors it, it's a it's a lot of work um a lot of headache in the back <laughs> Look, I, 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 I love it though. I really do love shows. Uh, I'll probably see, probably do like little pop up, little random fashion presentations. But it's something about the beat of the music. Bump, bump, bump. It's something about that, and it's those jitters. For me, I always call them a collection. For me, it's like having a baby. So yes. I'm in the process of it. Like, like right now here in Atlanta, um, we connected with a lady who opened up a spot, a wellness area. She wants to do something. Um, she owns a boutique next door to it. So it's like, Dom, can you do something? And I'm like, um, I'll see what I can pop up in a couple. And like a month or two, a couple months or two, she wants something like in a month. So I said, I'm going to try to make a little, not like in a month, but like probably about before I head back to um, New York. Yeah. Do like a little capsule thing and a presentation there to network. So then I can also have a spot down here in Atlanta to, um, have my mom do her. I come back every so often to right. show a season or whatnot in the boutique and also have people to purchase the garments and everything. Well, you know, I like to do the social media promo stuff. So, like, whatever you make, just send me a care package. Got you. And I could just... But I still have to see you for the underwear. I still have not seen that you yet. <sighs> I'm a medium. I'm a medium well, they large. Run small, they run small. And I... I, my, my small is now and it's small for so for you to wear a medium I had to go up to a large because factories mess up yeah that's what I'm saying I'm like I, that's why I said I'm a medium large yes I got you. I got you. long time coming <laughs> might do a little something special send it to you okay <laughs> just, just for you just for you just, look I'm just I'll oof. You talking about this mesh? I can't stop licking at myself and my titties is. It's something about mesh. Ooh, see, I like mesh when it's pushing the cups of underwear. It gives you that illusion of feeling that you're naked, but then you're not. Yes. You gotta love it. Uh, when I first We're here. get you some good old power mesh for Spandex House or Spandex World. That's all right, y'all. I love y'all, but me and my brother, we're gonna talk about this when it's uh this live is done. Cause I I'm not doing this with y'all. <laughs> not doing what they saying in the comments? Child, that's my uh if I'm this is my brother. He said he clinched it, clinched his pearls. I don't know what we were talking about at the time, but that was the that's what he put. <laughs> we said nothing crazy. You'd be surprised. I ain't no telling what I said. I've been sipping ginger ale <laughs> this whole time. Look, it's like a whole situation going on, and it's just like, child, I can't, I can say what I want to say, but I'm like, this is the podcast, man. This is the podcast. And I got to get y'all to come back and watch these episodes. I got to get y'all to come back and subscribe to this channel, child, because the struggle is real. It is hard out here for a pimp. Everybody's seen Hustle and Flow. Look at the crown on my head. Right, there you go. It's hard out here for him, okay? Like, whew. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, I'm with, in the midst of just building your empire, you getting your inspirations from everywhere, mm -hmm. you doing all these lovely things. Like, what just gives you the motivation to always create something better than you did i would say a year but i feel like you create different shit in seasons that's just my opinion it's, a, it's I, I normally do a collection a year because I, oh. I work a nine to five <laughs> i work a nine to five um excuse me i really 
the pandemic, the funny thing is the pandemic, everybody was creative and making things. And I'm sitting here like, I am not creative. My, I literally, the funny thing is I had all the time in the world and my creative juices were not in it. I made a cup, I made some masks. That was about it. My creative juices were not. I, funny thing is I'm actually relaxing. I mean, when you, you have a relax since 1990. <laughs> <laughs> I relaxed. I came down to Georgia. I did a little traveling. Um, I like to do, like for me, my collections, um, I get inspired off of my, my life experiences. So right. I, I do, I pull from my life experiences. So yeah, for me, I have to go through something in order to produce this child or this energy that I'm letting off. Either I'm in a okay. mode or I'm in a sad mode and I'm trying to cleanse my body. Mm-hmm. So pretty much what you're saying is you, uh, what's the name? You Keisha Cole. <laughs> you Keisha Cole designing fashion, not making yep. an album, but fashion. I, I normally I put blood, sweat, and tears. Literally sometimes I kind of do bleed <laughs> when I'm pricking myself with a needle. Um, right. I, when I'm producing a show, or we're producing a show, um, it's there's a thing behind it. I like to tell there's a story, there's a beginning, there's an end to it. And I just can't sit here and make clothes. It has to be a there's like when you do your mood wars, your inspiration. I, I literally do all of that in my sketchbook. And I'm trying to tell a story and try to portray something to you people and making sure that you guys understand what I'm dealing with. So last time for Holland Fashion Week in 2020, was it? Yeah. No, 2019. I was inspired by the whole, you know, Black Lives Matter, all that, and slavery and all of that. So, um, runway music was powered by Beyonce from I Am King, and my color palette was black and white, and that was it. <laughs> I started with, I started with black, and then ended up with white. That makes sense. I'm with. So yeah, every every. I mean, from what is love to broke down palace to last collection was bones um and also it was homage too because the previous i think during that year or the previous year my grandmother had passed oh yeah and so i went and so i wanted to pay homage to my family name bones so i kind of dug into there as well too right i mean so what can we do about the you know stop asian hate that's the inspiration I, I always funny thing is um, I think I, I'm very inspired by Asian culture and a- Asian lines, and I love Mandarin colors. <laughs> oh, same. I love Mandarin colors. No matter, there, there'll, always, there'll always be a collection with a Mandarin color, regardless. Well, you know, I'm always ready. We had to come. We had to come on something. When I get up there, I'm thinking probably by. I want to do a cute. I know we talk about it off camera, but I want to do cute. Yeah. I'm gonna do a cute little pool thing situation going on. Something very you know, you know I have been in the pool and child. I don't know I haven't been in Faber. Faber today. <laughs> or the beach. Look, or a beach. Or some rocks. Okay. So with that being said, moving right along, as we always do in this segment of the show, y'all know how I like to kick this thing off with the Giggy Anna saying all them stuff. <laughs> but, you know, I always wanted to segue into my favorite game that I love so much, which is tea and hot chocolate. Say tea and hot chocolate. Hey, say tea and hot chocolate. Mm, tea and hot chocolate. Hey. I always say I'm just going to insert a track right there, but I I, I got to find somewhere to go make it next season like i gotta go make it because i'm working on some stuff right now i just one step at a time that's that's what jordan sparks said yep anywho right (laughs) so for people that are watching not watching when you're watching whatever or just listening um the whole point of tea and hot chocolate is i asked a you know a couple questions not a lot just something to play around with um i asked the question if you feel like it's hot popping tea you say it's tea if not, and you feel like it's just it's a it's a shitty mess, just a <laughs> shitty mess, <laughs> a shitty mess. <laughs> um, you give your explanation of whatever choice your answer is, and you know we just kind of go from there. And just yeah, educate the folks. Okay. Wow, got it. Wait, what dance move was that? <laughs> <laughs> We've had so many dance moves this past year and a half. Well, I was like, oh, what is this? 
Um, I thought it took me back to uh, you know kung fu times when we used to go to the movie theater and watch a lot of kung fu movies. Well, they don't play them no more. I don't know what happened between Americans. It's a whole different topic. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm asked a question. You give me tea or hot chocolate. Go in the explanation mode, and we should be good. You ready? I'm ready. We good. Okay. Tea and hot chocolate. Question number one. <laughs> Is fashion a part of our personalities? Tea. Oh. I'm saying it right. <laughs> uh-huh. Saying it right. Let us know why it's tea, though. Why is tea? Because um, you exude your personality through the, the way you dress. That's true. Yeah, from your hair down to your shoes. If you feel a mess, then you're gonna look a mess. If you don't care, you're not you're not gonna care. Think of Devil Wears Prada. That's my girl. <laughs> Think of Devil Wears Prada. I feel like me and Miranda went in the same, but I ain't gonna tell nobody that, but that's just my opinion. Right. <laughs> Next question for tea and hot chocolates. You ready? Gotcha. I'm ready. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, question number two. Do you feel that there is more designers of color taking over the fashion industry today, despite everything that's happened in the world? That's hard, but um, I got it's, it's a mixture because I'll say hot chocolate. Um, one good news, Primoff, the designer, which is a guy, I think his name is God, please don't kill me. Um, I want to say is it Virgil? Um, okay. that's his name, right? Yeah, he just yeah. Um, the yeah. first African American to show at Couture Fashion Week in Paris. Mm-hmm. I just went yeah. today, literally glimpse of that. Um, it's you'll be amazed that. And all the black designers they are, they have this. Hold on, what is it actually? I'm about you got me going one in teacher mode. Um, what were you doing? We here. Trying to not feel like. I remember this from college. Um, I mean, that's not it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I keep all my books in school. Um, I'm the wrong book. Shoot. <laughs> it should be. Not the wrong book. books. The wrong books. Not the oh, wrong books. Who's who in fashion, right? Oh. oh, yes. Right there. All my little tabs are all the black designers. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Not that many tabs, right? No. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple over here. It's about like 20, less than 20. Um, see. Which sucks, it's a book. book has like 500 pages. And I remember in college, um, I had a professor ask me, my fashion merchant teacher, a white, a European man from um, England, who's such and such? And we're all looking at each other like, he says, you African-American students, this is an abomination. You guys should know this, you know your culture. And you know the designers. And then I think we all kind of just responded or I responded, we're like, we don't know about these people because you guys don't teach us about these people. I don't know why, ooh, did she say that? It's kind of like history, certain things aren't, Written down, or, or we don't know. We, we don't know the thing. But um, there are a lot of wonderful, amazing African American or people of color um designers that don't get the, the credit they deserve. Mm-hmm. But people like to take our ideas. Yeah. You know what? Them. I was about to do this. I'm about to run and be like, "Woo, child, you said that one." They take our ideas and run with them, or, or appropriate themselves to the, to the culture. Um. It was a, a, a designer who I, I think I have something in his closet who did an 80s inspired theme at the um, Manhattan Public Library outside in the subways. And every woman had the door knocker earrings and it was very much salt and pepper look. Yeah. And I, said, oh, I remember that era. <laughs> we're, we're doing this. But they, they take a lot from us. Um, or they don't like what we're doing and it looks like a mess but then eventually they still take from us the next season or two seasons later on they get inspired from us I just love when they get inspired oh, I, 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 so love I just be like run me my check and then I like y'all <laughs> or or there's just one thing um, you get passed up for, for position because you're a person of color and you fit the qualifications of it but because 
they had a good Judy whose child just graduated from college, who didn't graduate from college for design, graduated from something else, and they give them a position above you. <laughs> and this, this uh, that's real facts. That's something I've personally gone through. Um, but yeah, there's we we don't get the credit we deserve. Um, it's still steps in there. I mean, I'll even say, and I'm not, I'm a technical designer, but I'm not a design designer at the company I'm at. But I'm the first. I learned this from one of our um, what is she? Freelancers, and she was freelancer for for the company for about thirty years. Right. And I'm the first African American male that they hired in my position. Oh, you made history. I, I'm, I'm happy, but I'm, I'm low key kind of upset. It's kind of sad that it took 30 years to get somebody in this position. Um, but yeah, there's. Yeah. I trust to believe there is racism in fashion, and, and they can they can hide it. They can act like it doesn't exist, but it's there. We know it's there because it's it's everywhere. Okay. Or I've seen. Now I know you're talking about design, so I've seen also my first first internship, and I worked for design, and we're, we're doing a, a model casting. And beautiful woman, she like Alekwek, dark. She's just dark, dark black. Her hair cut off really short. And when I say, this is magic. You know how Olivia walks? Yeah. Olivia's when I got you. She's sign Mac model. And just think of how Olivia walks but make her dark skin and short hair. And I'm sitting at the table and I saw two African-American women come in and walk. And I'm like, it's like, you like how they walk? I said, yes, yes. Thank right. you. Out of 30-something models, there were two two African-American models, uh, about three Asians, and the rest were Caucasian women. <sighs> and they had multiple looks, so this was a big show. And this was during your fashion week when it wasn't at Bryant Park, but it was off site and it was a beautiful location, a beautiful hotel. But child, that's crazy. I I can't just I ain't trying to get upstairs. My <laughs> reality. Look, last and final question. Tea and hot chocolate. And it's crazy because that you talking about that just kind of segue into this, but whatever. Tea and hot chocolate. Let's find a question. Question number three. Um, do you feel fashion brings different cultures together? Oh yes. yes. I um fashion week. I I miss it being at Bryant Park because it was like closer for me to get to. I actually can walk around and see everybody at Bryant Park. But going to the events and everything, or just even going to 12 now at the Lincoln Center, um, I would right. go in and you see everybody dressed any kind of way. Okay. But some things I'm like, what are they wearing? Some things I'm like, ooh. Or some it's like, this is quite interesting, but I kind of like the attitude that the person um, produces when they do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay. Very much respect. And on top of me, just to be bold and proud of your choice of what you're wearing, it speaks volumes. Because if you have a whole attitude, mm-hmm. your outfit's kind of like, uh, but the attitude will bring the, uh, brings the garment to life. No, no, that's right, honey. <laughs> Come on, bring it, girl. It brings it to life. Cause that's why they, that's why they tell y'all every time when I like, I know when I've done model casting, cause they always say, walk like you the shit, like have exude so much confidence. Like I don't care if you like a cocky person, I'll take that. Then you coming in here like I don't know if I'm gonna get it. Oh yeah, we can, we, like, can, we can tell like casting. We can sit there and be like. Uh, and we're literally, for, in real life, we're sitting there. I'm, I'm writing me, Naquan, Jason, whoever I have on, on my panel uh, judges with me, because it's just not me picking the models. I sit there with the, with the cards and everything, and I'm, we're all writing notes. And then once we finish, we'll convene and be like, okay, which one? Now, if we all like, we look at each other like, okay, you get it. With very okay, few, I'm like, wow, that's, that was the one, that was it. Very few and far in a castle will be like, you got you got the spot right there in front of everybody because I try not to do that. I try to email everybody personally. Hey, right. Da, 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 da. Well, that's how you do it. That's because that's the fashion game. I mean, I've been to a lot of calls and cut. They ain't tell me in front of everybody. It was just like, good job. They might do a little sad if ain't nobody looking at it like. Exactly. <laughs> like I get that. Like I get that. But you know, it's like, hey, 
I know what it is. Just let me know what's going on so I know what I need to do and how I need to schedule my time and do my thing because it's what I love to do. <laughs> it's something about that. It's it's the energy. It's a I eat, sleep, and breathe it. Like you see, you see my previous apartment. My apartment was everything was fashion in there. You walk in the door, you see clothes. Child, I always called your apartment the showroom. <laughs> it, it, it was lined up like that. Like I had the, uh, the um, everything on the wall. You got the shoes over here. You got if, if like some extra accessory had to go with it. You got like the earrings. Doing this, doing that. You just like this is. I'm like, well, what's going on here? Well, this is go with this. This go make sense with this. And then I, I think I'm gonna switch them. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I just be like, okay, try waking up when you, you roll over in bed. And you're like, why is there a? I look like could, it's a whole sewing needle with thread in there because I'm sewing on something by hand in the bed and I fell asleep. There's glitter or sequins all over the floor. There's fur stuck in. Where does this fur come from? Because like, you be having things everywhere. Everything be everywhere. So, with that being said. Child, we made it. We through the show. So, <laughs> thank you so much, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I want to thank you for being on here, coming and conversing with us about breaking fashions and talking about things and extends us back from back then to now new. Um, you know, talk to the people, drop social medias, all of that stuff. And I turned it off. Um, <laughs> I my website is www.ika. IKA by DBL.com. Instagram is IKA, IKA underscore D Bones Lark. Twitter is IKA, IKA underscore designs. Facebook is IKA by Dominic Bones Lark. <laughs> Google, IKA by Dominic Bones Lark. Everything should literally pop up. <laughs> um, it's not Instagram. Um, I have uh, TikTok, IKA by Dominic ikaika.bdbl YouTube ikaika underscore designs I believe or D-Bone Slark so type in ikaika you'll find it all that good stuff (laughs) well you know how I always say guys I want to thank like I said yet again I want to thank my special Judy my brother Mr. Dominique Bone Slark for coming in representing for his ikaika brand like he said go and check that out drop all of his handles Hit them on the hip side. And also, y'all know how I like to always say, if you can't kiki with your Judy's, then who can you kiki with? <laughs> okay. This night has been amazing. Thank y'all for tuning in to talk about breaking, listen to us talk about breaking fashions. Also, for all my YouTube folks out there, because y'all know I'm trying to get these numbers up, these subscriptions yes. and things. So I really want y'all to like really get invested into these episodes. I'm bringing something here. But if you just so happen to run across my page, somebody told you about my page, or you just so happen to listen to my podcast, and then you see I'm on here on the YouTube trying to do what I do. Um, also, make sure you like, subscribe, and share if you care. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make good content to put good information out there for the folks and just so we can have something to really talk about. Just open the conversation about any everything that we want to discuss of how we feel, especially for black gay culture. This is for all people, but I definitely do things for black gay culture. I think we are part of the black culture. So um, don't don't mean to make it sound so separation, but that's just what it is. But we want to thank y'all for tuning in. We love y'all. Thank y'all for coming to check us. Is out. <laughs> and we love you guys and definitely have a good night. Have a good night. Yes.